We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're here. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Corner Podcast. Kel Dansby here, the old man, Andreas Hale. Still in Blue Wire Studios, a little bit different set. We're here hanging out at the bar, Blue Wire Studios. You guys see the trophy case if you're watching on YouTube. See, we got our cups right here. It is nice to change it up every now and then. Today is all about pro wrestling, though. Hopefully, you guys checked out our boxing and MMA shows that dropped earlier in the week. Plenty of good stuff from there. Social clips coming out this weekend from everything. But Dre, we held off pro wrestling specifically so we could talk about AEW. And I think that's a smart decision. Because after watching Dynamite, the good, the bad, the head scratching, I think the build towards revolution is becoming more and more clear. I like the direction that AEW is going in. So I was like, you know what? We're going to dedicate the whole beginning of the show to AEW. It's been like two weeks since we talked about it. Then we'll get to the WWE stuff. We'll talk about uh, NXT. They just had a premium live event. Sure. We have the main roster building towards Elimination Chamber. A lot of stuff going on there. So let's jump right into AEW first and foremost. Maxwell Jacob Friedman. <laughs> it's I, Twitter's a weird place. We talked about this before. I don't need the constant comparisons, but to have two mega heels in the two biggest companies just puts a smile on my face every week. Yeah. And this was was no different. Uh, we'll get to the match in a second. And it's weird to do this in reverse order. But that promo. Bruh. He got... Yo, he had people calling the police. <laughs> for, those who didn't, for those who didn't see it, go back and watch it. Because basically he talks about... <laughs> switching sides and a, like a speeding all yes. these tickets and he was like to be dashingly and be low down I switched places with her lifeless body yes son he had Liv Morgan trending cause he was like it was my girlfriend in high school let's just call her Liv yeah everybody looked everyone went crazy and tells this whole story about like how he's a speed demon he got caught speeding so many times wow and then he had his varsity jacket on they go out. Yo, he said he was getting domed. Yeah, crazy. Incredible. It's like, <laughs> and went too far, crashed. 
and said, saw her lifeless body. Cops pulled up. He takes her lifeless body, switch positions, so they wouldn't know he was driving. And the way he's telling his story, it gets you like so involved. And it seems like it's going to be, it's all about adversity, is how he pitches it. And it seems like it's going to be like this great tale of like overcoming something. It's such a good, wholehearted story. And then just at the end, he switches and he turns. And it's perfect. This is why he is who he is. And there are people who hated this promo. Because I guess it makes light of a lot of things. I mean, that's his job, right? Like, he was trending into, like, babyface territory for a hot second. And we talked about that. It's like, ah, he's not a babyface. So do the most heinous thing you could possibly do. Oh, this is heinous. And this was, this was straight up evil. And I don't even think it, it sounds like a tale of adversity, but it's more like, I'll do whatever it takes to win. And I think in this Danielson match, because I don't think anybody thinks Danielson's going over. Right? And I think Danielson, that's the way Danielson wants it. Like, how do you make MJF? Beat me. I saw somebody, it was weird. I saw somebody on uh, Facebook, which is the worst hell than Twitter sometimes. Oh, that's the worst. And somebody was like, why do they bring Danielson to AEW? All he does, why is he not a champion? He just loses. That's what he wants to do. He wants to put people over. His match with Roosh, which we'll talk about, was incredible. Like, his matches have been fantastic. He's going to give MJF hell for an hour, and he's going to put him over. And MJF is going to do something shameful and dashly, and people are going to boo him because Danielson's like the ultimate babyface. It's the way to go. I don't know why people, people are weird, man. People want to not like things. I'm convinced. Like, people watch for the sole purpose of finding things to complain about. I watch, and yes, there's some things I don't like. And then I'll say that if that's the case. But I watch with the intent, because I'm an optimist, to like it. I don't like wasting my time. Nah, I don't do that. (laughs) Torturing yourself is stupid. Makes no sense. Like, WWE haters, like, how do you know what's going on? Oh, you you watched it. You seek this out somewhere. Why are you wasting your time? It makes no sense to me. And this program, from jump, is what MJF needed. Not not just as champion. In general. Yep. To be honest, the CM Punk stuff didn't go as planned. Um, his feud before then was... I don't, Wardlow? Well, no, it was... uh, Ended in a weird thing. Punk was at the beginning of last year. Wardlow was in the summer. Okay, and then he gets the belt from Moxley. Yep. So those are his three programs. The Moxley one was like, okay, Moxley's going on vacation. And that was weird because he was kind of a babyface. And in and out of the, the other random group that helped him get the poker chip. That was like convoluted. This program is seamless. It's easy to tell. The epitome of a babyface and Brian Danielson. And MJF just gets to be MJF. And now going through it, and and you're allowing Danielson also to do what he likes, which is wrestle every week, but you're making it make sense. I said this on a couple episodes ago. Their random matches for the sake of having random matches is weird to me sometimes. I'm not complaining about good wrestling, but give me some story. Like They found a way to tie in the random matches to the story. Perfect. That's all I needed. Superheel guy softening up his biggest threat. I think the best part is MJF doesn't wrestle every week. He's a champion. You rarely see him, so he worked to catch you this week in a really damn good match. Let's talk about this man, the lariat off the top and landed on his feet. Oh, my God. And hit the super kick. And it was like, oh, wait, MJF, can, he can go a little bit. A little bit. I mean, we saw him three years ago 
maybe four now. You followed him around. I followed him in 2019 is when I shadowed him for Damn near four WrestleMania. Years. So yeah, 2019. Yeah, I shadowed him for all his GCW shows, Janela Spring Break, everything. Yeah. He was not wrestling like this. No, he was working. Funny, he was working um, Ethan Page. Yeah, which is a great like foil for him. And yeah. I, please, we need that again yeah. here soon. I don't even care if it's heel versus heel. But his in-ring work rate, even when he got to AEW, wasn't like this. It shows he's always been a character guy, but it shows that he knows what the company needs. Yeah. What this company is about. His work rate first. Saw the other champions. It's like, well, I got to get to work. Yeah. Changed his complete physique in four years. Uh, no, he looks good. Man looks like a champion. Million bucks. In-ring style. It's still dastardly <laughs> and submission-based because he's a heel. Submission. But when he needs spots, when he sells, his selling has gotten astronomically better. Because yeah. that's one thing you learn from the flares of the world. The, I mean... Shit, Mr. Perfect when he was in, like all these guys sold in HBK even when he was babyface, weird. But when he was a heel too, like they sell to the moon yeah. to put these baby faces over. Because if you're not gonna lose all the time, which you should do as a heel, like if you're not gonna lose and you're gonna win a lot as a heel, you still gotta make the baby face look good somehow. Yeah. So you sell to the moon. And he sold a lariat at one point. Looked like he got turned inside out. So this entire match was great in the build, and it was one of those where it's like, okay, I get it. He might not wrestle again before the paper. No, nah, he's probably not. Well, we I, got we got like two weeks, three weeks. It's the beginning of March, right? Yeah, first weekend, the weekend of uh, UFC. Okay, so it's four weeks away. Yeah, he's not wrestling again between then and now. Nah, he might jump Danielson or something, but I don't think he's gonna wrestle. Yeah, Danielson wrestle probably three more times. Yeah. He- <laughs> <laughs> Man's been working every week. He beat Roos. Now he's got. Yeah, he probably won't actually. He probably maybe will wrestle like once or twice, because he's he's wrestled literally like every week. Thatcher, Roos. Like he's just been working. He's in a good. This, I think this is going to be a, a great program. Sixty minutes. We get to see what MJF's got. We know Danielson could do it, right? Like we know Danielson could. Cook. In his sleep. We, we get to see what MJF has got. But MJF works as a heel. He's going to cheat. He's going to pull the referee in front of him. He's going to bring, bring out the, 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 the ring. He might bring out Triple B and try to hit him. With, he's going to try everything to win this match. So, But again, I don't think there's any way Danielson goes over, but he's, he's here to make MJF look good. Danielson in ring before we get on to other stuff. Him versus Roosh. I mean, Cody left. Danielson was like, don't worry. I got it. Blood every week. <laughs> and this is what he wanted to do. And it's great. The man's lost countless pints of blood since joining AEW. And, but the, the hard-hitting nature, the fast pace, you could see why this guy was the best in the world for so long. And that arguably, yes, there's younger talent crushing it week in, week out. Their bodies are different. He went through a crazy life-altering injury. So he probably can't go as crazy as he wants. But he has all the tools still to be that old guy and still be the best in the world. Dude, he's, he still remains like one of the best active wrestlers in the business. You're not going to get a bad match out of Danielson. No. It just doesn't happen. So that's why I'm looking forward to the MJF thing because, like, dude, they're about an hour? It's hard to do Iron Man matches. Sometimes I hate them. But I think this one's going to work. I think they, they got it all figured out, man. I'm not concerned with this. I, I saw some people that wasn't excited about this feud, but I'm, 
I'm good. I can't wait. We have Jamie Hayter. Wrestling. She's money. Oh, she's good. She's the most... Look. I mean, she almost killed the bunny. Yeah. I mean, bunny didn't... It felt like she didn't... You know, I got to do the suplex and I'm not going with her. And, and Hayter was like, you going... Curl? Yeah. Didn't... didn't yeah. But... I, I said this before. I think Hater is like the most improved female talent on that roster. She's improved. This is no slight to Jade. She's improved in leaps and bounds where I think they want Jade to be. Hater has become one of the top. Like her match with Sheeta. Like her, all her matches have delivered. Wasn't she a good wrestler before? She and was just missing good, a character. She was good. Nah, I think she was good, but she wasn't this. Like this is where character meets talent, and like. She's a she's just a, a much better worker. I was the one who was skeptical. I was like, if they give her the title, is she ready for it? Yeah, she's ready for it. Yeah. So this match was. I think all it's funny because all roads I think lead to Britt Baker still turning on her. Yes, of course. But I think there's slow motion, slow playing this now with Soraya and Tony Storm being heels and the loser thing. They needed to turn them heels. Soraya wasn't working as a babyface. Soraya's not working as a heel. She's low-key weighing down to I mean, listen, man. Shout out to Big Mac, Ryan McKittle, who hey. said it's a superstar signing. What's, what's the meme? <laughs> when he throws his hands up, yeah. like, I, I told you, I never thought, like, Paige in WWE was like, I thought she was a good bridge from the old divas to the new generation, the revolution. But I never saw her as, like, that star. And even bringing her in, I'm glad she can wrestle again, but I don't see her as, like, Hater is a bigger star. Baker's the bigger star. We'll see where this goes. Yeah, it might be hurting Tony Storm a little bit. We'll see what happens with Ruby Soho, but... It's... I mean, that's where you are now. But again, they're featuring multiple women on television. I'm yeah. happy. I matter. Like, where You're on TV. We got a chance. Before, it seemed like six months ago, it was like Britt Baker or nothing. Yeah. Or random match. Like, there's multiple women's storylines going. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. Um, in terms of Jade, I think it's getting close to time to shake stuff up. Could be. She's worked everybody. Much like Carmelo Hayes in NXT. Oh, we'll get to that. Yeah. Sometimes there's, you know when someone's red hot. You know when yeah. someone's that next person. Yeah. And it's okay to lose to climb upwards off of that. She's bigger than that spot. That spot is running its course. Here's a problem. Let's say Jay loses, right? One, who beats her? Statlander keeps getting hurt. That's, yeah, she can't stay healthy. But um, my other one, wow, outside of that, I don't, I don't know. You need like a really good baby face. That's the um, problem. You need, not only do you need a really oh, good... Oh, what's her face is good. Who, Willow? Willow. But that's what we thought a while ago. But the problem is, is that if you beat Jade... Jade isn't the type, like, her body type. She doesn't look like somebody has to climb back to the top. I don't even know if she knows how. She knows how to be at the top. I don't know if she knows how to lose and then work her way back up. You know what I call this, the big show theory. Once she loses, the code is broken. She may not be the same wrestler. That's because they turned her into Bill Goldberg. But She got a good match out of Red Velvet. She did. But there's a way to have her drop that title and lose... Without taking a pin, you can give her a triple threat. You can give Willow a, a good moment now, with someone somebody, else taking the pin. Somebody needs to rub, though. You got to beat Jade. 
Like, I don't want to see her lose That's the cool, title like that. She can lose that title. You don't got to build that person a mid-card. You can continue her streak. Get her off of that belt. Have someone else take it. And then she continued to dominate for like two months and then insert her into the main event picture. And now she's a dominant, you know, person for whether Hater goes babyface and they're going back and forth. Hater's a babyface. Yeah, I think she is. <laughs> no, there's no question. I mean, Hater's going to hate Soraya and everybody. Yeah, yeah she's like, a babyface. Yeah. So it, it's one of those things. Well, when Britt Baker's in her corner, it's still like a little shaky. Yeah. But, but it's like it was like Wardlow and MJF, right? Yeah, Wardlow was a baby face exactly. just waiting for MJF to, to turn Yes, yeah. it's the same thing. So, I mean, by then, if you let Jade chill for like two or three months just dominating people in between, then that's cool. Then you could roll it right into a main event program. Then her and Hater, and she's still not beat. She's still unbeaten. So it's one of those things where it's like, cool, you want to make her and continue that momentum and continue the push? She can be the one to take the belt off a of Hater and the... Britt Baker think Britt doesn't need another title run. Like, Hater could be turned on by Britt, you do that, and then Jade is the next program. But Jade should be the next person to take the belt off of Hater. And that's never going to happen if you just keep her in this role. She's, she's just going to come stale. I don't know. We'll see what happens with Jade. We got, we got, we got some time. Like, they haven't really given, you know, she's feuding with Red Velvet and Kiara Hogan, and it's fine. We'll, just, we'll see. I, I, who's she working at Revolution? Kiara Hogan? I guess. No one? Kiara has, like, no momentum. She might not have a, a match. Uh, they can't keep her off of a pay-per-view. They'll give her a promo. Nah, she'll work. I just don't know who. They, I, they'll probably establish it next week. Squash. Like, it's just, that's, at this point, we've seen that before. So, like, that's, she's a little bit in a weird spot. Um, another thing we had, which... Phenomenal. Your boy, Samoa Joe. Promo. First and foremost, let's talk about this match with Darby Allin. Holy shit. Beat the shit out of each other. Listen, man. Muscle buster on on wood. So shout out to Will Watson who said this on Twitter, and I was like, I think he's right. Since Joe, counting his NXT run, this may have been his best feud with Darby. Better than his Finn Balor feud. Better than... It's tough. Nah, his, his Finn Balor feud wasn't as good as it could have been. My favorite Joe feud from NXT on, and it's close. I'm just saying it's tough. If people want to give it to this, then I'm cool with that. They're still kind of short in a vacuum, um, especially if they pivot to Wardlow, because that was his feud before. It was Wardlow. Yeah, and Power Hobbs. Yeah. So this is pretty short. Joe versus AJ Styles. I'm talking about the in-ring. When he was, okay, in-ring, different. Yeah, I'm not talking about the promos. Oh, Mike, like feud? Overall feud. Yeah, Wendy. Yeah, Wendy, no, 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 that was like, great. Like, yo, Joe, Joe but, was an animal. But I'm talking about, like, again, everybody knows this. I'm the biggest Joe fan. Like, I love Joe, and I've watched Joe for years. Ring of Honor, TNA, all that shit. This may be his best rivalry in ring that shows the vicious side of Joe that we've had in nearly a decade. Is there something, too? Because, again, I mean, I guess people watching don't know this or listening, so I'll let them in. I've been going back and trying to catch up on TNA Impact, get into that whole lore. They released a ton of stuff on YouTube, trying to catch up to that. Been asking uh, Justin Ivey, Reverse Rat Pack, a ton of questions. He's like the biggest Impact mark. So He's the Impact Encyclopedia. He is. So trying to catch up on all that. Is there something to Tony Khan, one, being a mark himself? Like knowing a lot of these things about not just indie wrestling, but like TNA Impact. 
you put Joe against a guy who is damn near tailor-made from the X Division Joe days. Yeah. No other promotion. Other promotions are like big, monster, heel. Put him against a bunch of other people in that same mold. I named AJ Styles, who's an X Division guy, as his best feud. There's as great as Powerhouse Hobbs can be and probably will be. Wardlow can be and will be. Um, WWE, they kept putting Joe against big-ass dudes. Uh, put him against Karrion Cross and all this stuff. Maybe he works best against X Division flying, fast-paced guys because it makes him work fast-paced. And he looks more imposing and dominating because of that. I mean, there's, there's something to that. I don't think... Maybe he's healed up is also another thing. Because he was hobbled in NXT and WWE. Like, he felt like he was, like, getting close to 40 and he was working slower. But this Darby Allen feud is just, he's just been methodical. He's been vicious. His promos have been better. It feels like he's into it. Like, whatever it is going on with Joe right now, that whole Darby feud was incredible. That needs to carry over to Wardlow because, and it's going to be difficult because I think we also, well, we all thought Darby's a fucking maniac, right? But, like, you watch that match, like, the tack jacket. There's a spot where Joe hits, like, he flies over the barricade. Like, Joe's offense just looks really impactful. He just looks a lot more vicious, and he's, he's been tremendous. Hopefully, because it feels like it's a setup to get Warlow the title back. Yeah. But hopefully Warlow can bring that out of him, because Joe's... Joe's been on fire lately. I'm not sure the crowd will really buy Wardlow or wants Wardlow. He's got to do... I mean, they pop for him, but... To get that title back. Like, at this yeah. point, it's all Darby. Like, yeah. they, want, they want that Darby and Joe feud to continue. Because it was good. It was three matches, and all three were different, and they put themselves through hell. Wardlow's yeah. in a tight spot again. Yeah. He can't catch a break. Good luck, Wardlow. It's a damn shame. He can't catch a break at all. And then um, other matches... I think we ran through like a lot of the no, stuff. We gotta talk about the trios match. The elite in top flight and AR Fox? Yes, I forgot that. Can't wanna open the door. So, one, the leader still three of the best wrestlers on the planet. And Kenny Omega not winning with the one winged angel is crazy. I love it. It was great. That's one thing AEW does well consistently amongst a lot of other things, is that you don't always just win with your finisher. A lot of times you win with your secondary move because a lot of people have secondary moves. So a lot of times you win with those. WWE doesn't do that enough. Like Seth Rollins doesn't win enough with just random pedigree, in which they started doing that. Right. Um, I see, uh, who was Sami Zayn won with the Blue Thunder Bomb like a couple weeks ago. It was like, what? That never happened. It was the first time I ever winning with that. Movie. Right, like it's one of it should. It's funny because AEW does it all the time. Ring psychology tells you, Sammy, stop getting so hyped when you hit a blue thunder bomb because every time he hits, he starts pumping his fist. And you're like, dog, he's gonna kick out. Like, why are we doing this? Like, we know this. When he finally won with that shit, even Sammy was like, oh shit, I won with that. <laughs> so yeah, it's good to see a wrestler win with a different move. And I think one credit to Tony Khan for signing AR Fox. Yeah. He can wrestle his ass. I've watched Air Fox for years. I've watched PWG. I've watched him in the Indies. I've watched him in Lucha Underground. Dude can work. He's a perfect fit with Top Flight. And I don't know if they'll meet again because Top Flight beat the Young Bucks in a tag match. But, man, they, they all look great in that match. Dante Martin, his brother, like, they all look great. That was a great trios match. Yeah. Top Flight's going to be one of those tag teams that stick around in AEW for a long time and shows the, the quality of 
of talent they have coming in the pipeline because what AEW is now three years old, full fledged. Is it? I believe so. 2019. And so it's closing on four years. Yeah, almost four years. Yeah, yeah, pre-pandemic. So like Damn, four. It's not even that long. Not old at all. But with a lot of the people they have who are stars were either established coming into it or really in that first or second class of signings. Not too many people since, like say signed post 2020. If you were an NXT guy that got released or something, not too many people really just got signed and they were like, yo, these are their future guys. It's kind of like they had their future guys and they haven't really brought in new talent. Granted, I don't watch Dark all the time, so if I'm mistaken, you guys let me know. I like If they're just stuck on Dark, Dark Elevation, you let me know. But I, I don't see it. Like, Lee Moriarty was signed after that. I'm, I'm lukewarm on, like, the people they brought in and been able to develop. Top flight would be the, the difference in that. Yeah, no, they're really... They're, they're. They weren't in that first or second class. They weren't private party. They weren't, like... But when they signed, it was like, boom. Yeah, they showed up and then they showed out. Because who was it? Was it fresh match with the Bucks? Yeah, yeah I, think, it I was. think so. Top flight is everything private they had party. Two matches. What's to say you got hurt? Top Dante flight went crazy. Top flight is everything that they thought private party was supposed to be. Damn shame. And I like private party. Me too. Mark Quinn is hurt again. It seems like, but top flight is like literally everything they wanted out of private. Private party, party got to be themselves. They got to be two young fly kids from New York. Like they do. Shout out to them. I know those, you know we had them on the panel. Yeah. Talk to this cast. It's just. I don't know if there's an identity crisis with them going on. Stuck with the Matt Hardy and the, yeah, it's, it's like, some weird shit. They're, they're top, not the Hardy boys. They're nah, not. But they, top flights, they got it. Yo, they top put them in tops it. and tails once. Yeah, I don't know whose hoist that was. I don't know. It's it, it makes no sense. Like, yo, that's not them. They're wearing J's. Like, let them just be from the hood. Like, you should be able to be like, yo, you you guys look like you're from Brooklyn. You guys look yeah. like you're from Harlem. Just let them have that balance. Like, bring Fab on. They bring on active rappers. They could. Like real good, like they, you can get like a Fab or ASAP Ferg or somebody. Like let them be real New York. They haven't really found out that balance for them. And shout out to Swerve. I was talking to Swerve the other day about like some of the work he's been doing, which has been phenomenal. <laughs> Swerve, incredible heel. I still don't know about his two two dudes, but um, at this point, it just played into his heel character, and he's just kind of like working it up. So you're like, oh y'all hate on them? Fuck y'all. So it makes him an even better heel. But I talked to him the other day, and we were talking about like some other talent. And he was like, yo, that's all your ideas are very good. And like he was like, I understand what you're saying, but I'll just let you know it doesn't work like that. And he was like, you have to have a certain amount of cachet in the company you're in before you can do these things. Right. He was like, I brought in Rick Ross, but it took me becoming trusted you know, having all these matches, performing well, getting with Keith Lee, showing that we could be a t- tag team, we could be a world championship level tag team, showing that we're good enough separately to break up, and I'm still just as good. Like, I wasn't just there for Keith to step on, to do all these things, in which he's been featured more on television than Keith right. since the breakup. He was like, I had to build all that before I can go to Tony and say, hey, can I get Rick Ross? <laughs> like, there's, he's like, everyone can make a call. A lot of people got connects. A lot of people know you. You like yeah. you can find somebody that can connect you to someone that works for your gimmick. Right. But not everyone has that trust and cachet from the company to do so. And I was like, well, well, I'll be. 
I was like, that, that makes sense. So private parties not there yet in their career. Nah, they're not. Can we talk about what I don't like? This There's Ricky's, only one thing. Ricky Starks and Chris Jericho stuff. Really? I don't like it. They won me over. Did they? They really did. Um, it's been, we talked about this three weeks ago. We didn't talk about them last week. And then this week, I'm not saying it's the best thing, but it was in the trash a month ago. Now, this match and the trials and getting there, granted, Ricky Starks, I believe, won. I'm not, well, here's that's my. I'm problem. not sure why he has to work his the way. The psychology to doesn't make sense. <laughs> I beat you, now I got to beat your crew to wrestle you again. Yeah, don't be- shouldn't you have to wrestle a bunch of people to work me? That's my problem. It's a with bit ass back. It, it, a bit. It's terribly ass back. And I'm surprised Ricky Starks is a smart guy. You would think he'd show up and be like, "Nah, I ain't doing that shit. I beat you." Yeah. So why don't you go work powerhouse or a bunch of other people? My old, my old, old work. And then if you beat them, you get to beat. It's, this doesn't make any sense. It would make sense if those people were just avenging Jericho. So he's sending random people from the Yeah, crew. that makes sense. But it's like, I don't but, think the end game for Ricky Starr should be Jericho. I already beat you. Yeah, I don't. What am I doing this again for? Yeah, there's no higher stakes. This time. Yeah, that's why I don't, I don't care for this feud. It, it's not helping Ricky right now. I like the match this week, though. Which one? The, the gauntlet. As long as it lasted. Yeah. I like that he didn't win it. No, I... I Daniel Garcia is, it's weird, he's kind of protected. Yeah. Right? Like, he can't, he's just not. Still looks like a million bucks. He's not like Bat Menard, right? Like, <laughs> you don't take L's. My so, boy. <laughs> so I expected Daniel Garcia, like, I was like, it must be a DQ or something, but no, nah, he beat him. So, but I just don't understand, like, where does this end? I don't know. Free 2.0. Free, and let him do what? They should be in a program for time. They're in a picture. program, getting beat no, up by Ricky Stark. They're just lackeys. All right. They're funny lackeys, but they they're are, just lackeys. They're hilarious. But they're, they're a good tag team. I'm you not saying they got to win the belt. You know what makes Daddy Magic hard? Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's, that's an interesting line. Yo, it's hilarious. So, no, but yeah, Ricky Starr, it could be better. It could be worse. It was worse. It was worse. They're working towards something. It doesn't make much sense when you put it like that. It, dog, it doesn't make sense. And on top of that, in some strange way, it's cooled off Ricky Starks. Yeah. Again... If you didn't put him in a mid-card title picture, or he challenged for the main title, mm-hmm. and the crowd was hot. That's what I'm saying. Like, immediately, and this is no knock on Darby Allen and what he did with Joe, but Darby was working with Sting in random tag matches and random things. He did not earn, quote-unquote, whatever that means in wrestling, the title shot at Joe. It turned out phenomenal. But Ricky Stark should have went straight into that program if you're going to turn Joe from anyone else. I don't know. I and just, Ricky Powerhouse Hobbs still have beef. So if Ricky would have been Joe, Hobbs could have been there for Ricky Stark should have been in that program and not Darby out. It, I mean, he had the momentum. Nah. They I, just threw Darby in there and said, yo, it's going to be crazy. I think, nah, I'm not retconning the Darby Joe shit. I just think that Ricky Stark's would. Uh, it works out, but I, it cooled off Ricky because he should have been higher. Well, the pro- here's, here's the real problem with this. You have Starks versus JS, right? But then you got this action Andretti shit that's floating around. Yeah, that's- and it's like, it's getting in the way because Andretti beat Jericho first. Yep. So while Starks is like the 1A and Andretti's like the 2, Andretti's 1-1. One one. So it's like, it's, in a weird way... Ricky Starr's beating Jericho didn't mean the same thing. Should have just been Jericho. If Action and Dreddy 
because he beat Jericho on some like fluke shit. One, two, three, kid shit. Yeah. If Jericho said that didn't count, you got lucky. And Andre said, I'm going to prove to you that I can beat you. And he had to run this gauntlet to get back to Jericho. See, that makes more sense. It would make sense. That would this help Andre. would make a hundred yeah. times more sense for Action Andre. I'm good. I, I don't. I, like, I, whatever they do at Revolution, I don't know. It can't be another orange soda match like orange cast. Like, I, I don't know. But you got to put stuff over. I just got to figure out how we get there because you don't want to end up like Eddie Kingston. No. Who was in a few with Jericho. And I, and I guess some people are like, this is long-term storytelling. All long-term stories aren't good. Like, some long movies, I don't need to be that long. Eddie Kingston, the way that feud ended with Jericho was bad. Right? And it didn't make him as hot as Kingston was. It should have made him. And it didn't. They can't do the same thing with Starks. He's too hot. All right. If we got to give out a fire hydrant award, the person to put out someone's heat. Or someone to cool someone off the fastest. In this case... Who wins it in, the, in a vacuum, past like year? Who's worse, Jericho or The Miz? The Miz. <laughs> the Miz, but okay. like a country mile. <laughs> Yo, I don't even know if this is The Miz's fault Just anymore. Just an icebox. E- everything he's been with has been bad. It's just bad. You got Jonah Rock. You had the Gargano stuff. and Granite Gargano. Jonah quick. Yeah, Gar- Granite Gargano's hurt, but the Dexter Loomis shit. What else? Who else does he work? Right now he's working Bouge. I don't care. <laughs> Bouge doing the pump? I don't care. Bouge is incredible. Yeah, Bouge, but it, he ain't gonna come out of this looking no, rosy. Like this is, it, no, it's the Miz by, <laughs> by a mile. It's the Miz I just, by I had to ask. Yeah. And then main event, shout out to the shirt. Says me daddy boys. ass. The ass boys, the guns versus the tag team champs. And listen, I, I understand. And the claim to have been rolling and high. And to me, this seemed like way to kill time. Yeah. For the claim. They've had this beef already because they stole daddy ass. I thought they had just run over the guns and it was it. The gun come back. Somehow they get this match. And... They cheat to win, which I get, but a month before the pay-per-view, Acclaim dropping the belts, and to the guns who, who really weren't over mm-hmm. in a company rich with tag team talent doesn't make much sense to me. And it didn't make, make much sense to the crowd because everyone went silent. Not like, oh my God, Undertaker just lost to Brock Lesnar. I'm shocked silent. Like, what the hell are you doing silent? Yeah, so a couple things. One, daddy ass not turning was smart, right? Because I I was like, if he turns, it's so fucking predictable. So he didn't. So that was smart. Gun Club winning was like, wait, what? But this this is what I think they're doing. Who was the Gun Club feuding with before the acclaim? I don't know. They didn't win many feuds. No, they were feuding with somebody before they disappeared. FTR. Oh, I guess so. They were making fun of them. Yeah. They were in the crowd. I feel like this is the way to get the titles to FTR. Yeah, I get And that's the program for the pay-per-view? No. So you're going to build that in three weeks? No. I think... I think uh, claim's going to lose twice? They may. And, oh. and Daddy S may actually turn at Revolution. 
I might as well scissor people while I can. Yeah, this why I think I, <laughs> I think got three more ways to scissor people. This is just this FTR's on a vacation, hiatus or whatever as they figure out their next move. Gun Club getting the belt, it only makes sense if it's FTR. That's the only way this thing makes sense to me. Because I said it before, I love the acclaim, but if FTR comes back and these two feud, it's gonna be hard. You know, it's like a babyface, babyface feud. So you gotta get a heel and tag team involved. I'm not saying it's the right move, but Gun Club was feuding with FTR. FTR took their break. They beat the acclaim. You got the daddy ass thing hanging around. Maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe the claim is fun while it lasted. I don't know. You can't have, be the tag champs forever. Eventually, the title's got to get to FDR, and then the Bucks get back into play, and everybody else get back into play. But yeah, the Gun Club is yeah, all right. It <sighs> when it was the main event, I, I like it was when this became the main event. I was like, oh, the Gun Club are winning. Oh no! As soon as it was the main event, I was like, the Gun Club are winning. Because why would this be the main event? It made no sense. The whole thing was stacked. But now people just left like, uh, what was a really good episode of Dynamite? Yeah. It's oh. just like, eh. And so, I'm just, this is the only way I can justify it. If FDR comes back, Revolution and challenges the gun club. It's the only way I can justify this shit. Otherwise, this then they're not going to win until Vegas? That's the it's next possible. pay-per-view. I mean, look, that's mad. Oh, that's a long way for the gun club to hold this. Well, gun club might have another few. Maybe the gun club establishes himself as heel tag champs on some Edge and Christian shit. Ugh. I mean, if Tony sees it in him, sure. I mean, I don't know who I don't sees see it yet. I'm just saying, again, I'm doing the meme. I don't know. <sighs> but, but this is what I think it's the thing we're going to do. From Jump, AW was lauded as the best collective of tag team wrestling. Still is. In a company yeah. that we have seen God knows how long. They have, and we're keeping a book, misused their tag team division more than I had ever seen. They're, they're not like Brooklyn Nets level of fucking up a great no. collective of talent, but they're, they're not horribly far away. Like LAX never getting a push and doing that. Thing. The yes. Lucha Bros had like a, a good flash in a pan, but really never got their thing again and tr- just went to the trios title after that. Um, then we had the Bucks. Bucks, when they held it, were pretty good. That's it. Like FTR had a cool run, but hey, a lot Keith. of time. Swerving Keith, um, Omega, and Hangman. No, the tag team division has been fine. I get it, but it's not using a lot of their time and efforts haven't been given to the tag teams that make it the best tag team division in the world. The so who's missing? 60, it's not the people who haven't had reigns. No, I'm just saying, who's missing right now that's not enhanced in tag? Because the, the Bucks are tied up with the trios titles. Yeah, Bucks are in the trios titles, which again, if, that's, not here. if that's what you're going to do, I would have gave the trios titles to, I don't know, probably Malachi Black and them. I think they're going to get them. They're going to eventually. So it's just one of those things where it's like, at this point, that you you had this wealth of talent in the tag team division, like the best tag teams in the world. And I'd say, I don't have the obviously the reins of every tag team in front of me. I could pull them up probably, but I would say seventy percent, seventy five percent of the time those titles have been on someone, haven't been with those tag teams. They've been used to build Hangman and Page. They've been used to build Swerve and Keith Lee. They've been used to, and I get it, you put it on some young tag teams occasionally. Like, it works for the Acclaim. 
yes. made them a legit ass tank. But when I, I'd argue when they got it, they weren't a top five tag team in the company. But you built one. No, so that's cool. Like now you give it to the guns. The yeah, they struck while I was hot. Now you give it to the guns. Like, yeah. so it's it, it's a little weird because it's just like, all right, I guess your best tag teams don't always have to have them. We don't need a new day an Uso situation where the best two tag teams just hot potato the belts because nobody else is like really on their level. But it I don't know, just seeing LAX not get their shine like they were supposed to. I mean, really FTR LAX. taking a long break. It's really LAX. No, FTR went a long time working themselves to that title picture, won them, and then had and after a after all the other titles. Cool little rain and then dropped it and went off yeah. to every I'm just talking about their belt. I'm not talking about every other company's belts. Everyone else is tagged. No, but that's what they want. Their belt. That's cool, but it's still like for that company, I I don't know. Like people love the best friends. Best friends are super hot. Nobody wants best friends. At a point, uh, no. But at a point, I had to put them in the top five because they were super over with them in LAX's work. There, there was just a tag division where I'm just like, and there's nothing wrong with giving it to new blood and using those to build people. It's just one of those things where I'm just like, man, it's it hasn't been what I thought it was going to be. I'm not sure if that's good or bad yet. Yeah, I think it's fine. I just... I, anyway, the gun club stuff is going to be what's going to concern everybody for the right reasons. But this should make them. If it doesn't make them, that's a fucked up experiment. It didn't work. I guess you got to give them the try. They, they're going to give them the, you know... Good old heave. Yeah. Let's go. And if it don't work, we're going to fire Mr. Ass. That's what, how this is. That's, <laughs> yeah, I guess you got to give him the try. Hey, if FTR is the way they're going, you you have that ability to pull the trigger whenever you want. Yeah. You can wait until May if the gun club is great. And if they fall flat on their face, then you can pull the trigger and they can lose that shit the day after the pay-per-view or the Wednesday after. Like, you can lose it whenever. So um, it's one of those things where we'll, we'll see how this goes with them, the tag division as a whole. But Dynamite, to me, was pretty good. People didn't like that main event. Didn't spoil the whole show for me. No. I thought it was good. I'm looking forward to the pay-per-view. That's going to be fun. I'm glad Double or Nothing's back here in Vegas. It's always going to be here in Vegas. Memorial Day weekend. Oh, yeah, and y'all, we going to get Tony Khan. Last time Tony was here? Dre and Tony, part two. Everything was fine. Well, it was on the verge of falling apart. Literally. Nobody apart. knew, though. Nobody knew. We knew. Me and Cole knew something was up when we were waiting for Tony, and Tony had his waiting as he met with MJF that night, and we all know how that went. So CM Punk, we got so much to talk about. So good thing Double Nothing's back in Vegas because Tony can talk about this past year. Injuries, the brawl out, like... They've had so the the Bucks leaving and coming back. They've had so MJF in the airplane. Yep, that's so much shit, man. So FTR contracts. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. They got a lot of you know. Who do they? I mean, Soraya coming back. Who else came back? Was Danielson here yet? Danielson was here. Yeah, they they were. He was already here. <laughs> we did. It's, it's uh, Stadium Stampede. Oh yeah, we that's did. What's what it called? Anarchy in the Arena. Yeah, Anarchy in the Arena. That was One so fun. One of the craziest fun. things I've ever seen. Like, yeah. But yeah Cole got blood on him. I think the plan is to get Tony back for that so I can follow up my last conversation and talk about the last 365. Man, it's going to be fun. So much wrestling. Uh, you know, here coming here to Vegas and then so much wrestling to look forward to. Still on the road to WrestleMania. Yeah. So we're going to hit a break. When we come back, we're going to talk WWE, NXT, 
everything going on there because we're a week away from Elimination Chamber. And that's yeah, the one quick. super fast. And then it's just warp speed to WrestleMania. So you guys don't go anywhere. Be right back after this. All right, everybody, we are back. Let's talk NXT before we dive into WWE. Vengeance Day. Vengeance Day pay-per-view premium live event for the WWE. I don't know what NXT is. Right can now. I? Can I? Let me start with this. <laughs> let me start with this. Get Booker T off a of commentary. It's not great. Not great. He's awful. And but you know Booker's generally not like bad all the time, but in NXT he's bad. He's over the top. He's over the top. It seems like he doesn't really know what's going on. It's like sometimes we watch like inside the NBA and Shaq is talking. It's like, are you watching the game, Shaq? Shaq don't know any of the B players, only the stars. Who's that? Like Booker said the same thing about Pretty Deadly. Where are they from? It's like, you said that on camera, dude? <laughs> like Booker. They've been tag team champions. <laughs> Booker, Booker, like and, and on this night, he was on one. Like he was not great on commentary this night. It's... They don't have a great commentary team on NXT right now. And they had, like, Morrow. They've had great commentary teams on NXT. This one ain't it. No, Booker is not that good. No, we got to get Booker out of here. Sorry, Book. I'd rather have Beth Phoenix. I would, no, I ain't going to go that far. No, but Book is just, it's just too much. Way too much. He's over the top. And he dominates the A, Mike. It's, it's bad. First match, though, Wesley versus Donovan Dijak. This was great until the end. I mean, the man broke his finger. It was pointing nah, pointing this way. I know. It ain't that. The interference was wholly unnecessary. Oh, yeah. Like, this match was black and gold takeover OG days opening match. Near falls. Wesley looked incredible. Can we get Desmond Xavier back? It sounds so much better than Wesley. I'm all right, Wesley. It's easy. It's a terrible play on words. Wesley, Wesley. It's yeah. stupid. But... Him and Dijak, they just worked incredible together. They're like, it felt like an old like ROH type of match. Yeah, near falls, flippy shit, big man, small man dynamic. But then you had the interference; it just took me out. I was like, why? To protect Dijak? I didn't get it. I I hate interference in really good matches. It just I didn't need that. And then we had the finger. And then the finger. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a good match. Gave it plenty of time. Ending is like whatever. But Wesley continues to take the belt. I just need a really good match from him at a weekend. He'll get one. And it's, I don't need to see him against like a Haas type dude. Like, No, no, no. Get, get Dragon Lee's visa issue sorted. Oh. And Wesley versus Dragon Lee, the Lees. Yeah. <laughs> Lee versus Lee. <laughs> Lee versus Lee. If you give me that for the North American title, I don't even care if Dragon Lee beats him. That's the kind of match I want to see. I just want a babyface, babyface, like respect type shit. Him and Axie. That'd be good too. Just That'd give me like one hell of a match. You shake hands after, but like. Now I want Dra- I want Dragon Lee. Dragon Lee versus. No, Dragon Lee's amazing. Yeah, but he got he got some visa issues. That's why he hasn't debuted yet. So. It's Dragon Lee's like debut match, like when Knock came in, yeah. and it was Knock versus Sammy. You were just like, wow. Well, nothing will ever match Knock versus Sammy. I'm just saying, like, like that. You got to debut. There for that. I missed the was... days of NXT debuting with a with a oomph. Sami Zayn versus Nakamura, that arena that night with, for Knox's entrance, because we had never saw like somebody from Japan coming to the WWE. 
And his Japan theme was fire. But he came out with the... Woo! Bruh. Oh. Yeah, we ain't never reached that again. That was... Those NXT days were a moment in time. Yeah. And then... Tag team titles match Mm. for the women. (laughs) Casey and Casey lose their belts to Fallon Henley and Kiana James. At least they showcase the women's tag team titles. I mean, different than a different. Yeah, it's more than what the main roster is doing right now because I don't think Damage Control is defending those titles since December. No, it's been like six title defenses. Yeah, I think the last one was like December 11th. But Caden Carter and, and uh, it's just Katana Chance and Caden Carter. I just they have good tag team moves. They do, but they're so small, right? Which doesn't bother me. But you gotta, I need it to be impact. I don't need it to look like a choreographed dance, right? Like Darby Allen just throws himself into people. I'm not saying everybody's gotta be like Darby, but Rey Mysterio did the same thing. Like it was impactful when you're that small. These two, while it's, they got good chemistry, it just doesn't feel very impactful. But then this finish stunk, and I've got these two as tag team champions with your Cowboys that you be talking about. They're going to get over it. No. It's, this wasn't, this was, this felt like, like level up NXT. Yo, speaking of level up, I just realized that Scripps is still a thing in NXT. Oh, my God. He's working Axiom on level up on Friday, which by the time most of y'all listen to the show, it would have happened. I thought they would have pulled the plug on the script shit. Poor Reginald. No, I mean... More from Somalia to Goof. <laughs> it was Somalia that much better. I mean, at least he had a personality as a Somalia. Now he's just... He looks like a court jester. He was doing 24-7, just flipping shit. Just flipping it's, over people. It's just been all bad for poor Reginald. You know what's really fucking good in women's division, though, in NXT? That soul... Yes, yes. Soul Ruka chick? Yeah. No, she's... she's Six months. She's great. Like, she's... Her moveset is incredible. Same. It won't be long until she's, like, in that title picture. No, not at all. Like, they got one. Yeah, they definitely got one. To learn just, I think, college gymnastics to getting signed to being that good that fast. And her moves have impact. Again, the gymnast shit, it works if there is some... I need to hear it. she's big. Like, she has, like... I know, I know. Like, she's more imposing. She has a great frame. Um, super athletic. She she looks the part. Yeah, no, this, she her her rocket ship is going up. Yeah, crazy. Carmelo Hayes versus Apollo Cruz. This was disappointing. Two oh. This is disappointing because what is Apollo Cruz first and foremost? He just loses. And I don't know what else. He's on TV. No, but here's the thing. <laughs> when this match was booked, I was like, this could be match of the night. It was a sweep. And then we got Colonel Aziz come back? Yeah, Aziz is back. For what? To beat the shit out of Apollo Crews, I guess. Uh, can we... Like, Apollo's a good wrestler. First of all, I don't like the contact. Get rid of that shit. Yeah, that was weird. But this should have been... They should have went balls of the wall with this match. Like, this should have been... What the Wesley Dijak match was, this should have been like a continuation. Like, the momentum. For Carmelo Hayes to have a sweep, to be no drama in the match... And the interference, I was like, yo, this is so This is where the interference hurt. Like, the interference. This, it was unnecessary. This all the way out. Because nobody wants Colonel Aziz. Or what is no. his real name? Or wrestling name? What was his name before Colonel Aziz? I don't even know. Something stupid. Because he was Baba on. Tunde. Baba Tunde. Why do I know this shit? Because you probably watched that Raw <laughs> yeah, Underground yeah, shit. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know yeah. how that popped in my head. Baba Tunde. But, come on, man. 
If this, if I'm getting, no one's clamoring for him. No, and if it's gonna be a Paul versus Bama two day at fucking NXT stand and deliver at nine thirty in the morning in LA, that is not a pay per view man. I will not be going to that. No, I'll be watching uh, Anthony Joshua, so I'm not going anyway because I will have to work a little bit. AJ Franklin, but man, uh, yeah, this was. I I might have had it on second TV in Airbnb. I'm not sure. Yeah, but Hayes and Cruz deserve more with this match. Hey, we know what they can do. Yeah. We know what they can do. And it wasn't an atrocious match. It, it just was, It didn't reach the heights. And then to end with that goofy-ass interference, like, as soon as he showed up, I was like, yo, bruh, he ain't here for you. No. He's turning on you. Like, he ain't even help you. Get the fuck out of here. I don't give a damn about Bob Batunde. And then Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Match. Gallus versus The New Day versus Pretty Deadly, who Booker T still has no clue who they are, versus Chase University. Shout out to Marcus Vandenberg. He's like, who wrestles in a full-ass sweater? Full-ass. Full, hot like, as fuck. Those lights like, are hot. Cotton dockers, a sweater <laughs> yeah. with a button down underneath it. One, you, we, I had to try to figure it out because like, yo, is this Chase U shit over outside of the, the performance center and shit? It is. No, it is. I don't get it. No, it's a good gimmick. It's it, fine, whatever. It's funny. It is funny. But I was like, this is really over. It's a really good jobber gimmick. It, it is. It's not a main event gimmick. It's very gimmick. Um, um, Ty Dillinger. It is. Yeah. I used to love Ty Dillinger. I know you did. No, you, you are not a champion with no. the Chase U shit. No, no, no. But you are the habitual loser in the mid card. Yeah. Um, Smash was fine. I figured out to get Chase U merch. Smash was fine. I wasn't necessarily a big fan of Woods eating the pin. But I get it because you want to establish Gallus as the tag team champions and say, oh, they beat one of the greatest tag teams of all time. I don't know what to make of this new day run in NXT. It was cool. They carried the belts around. They got some eyes down there. They came there. Because a lot of time when you send somebody over there, it's like, all right, the rest of the roster needs help. So let's bring the NXT. They got to put somebody over. I just didn't expect them to lose like this. But it is what it is. Lost at a premium live event. Lost to put over the next heel tag team, which is big. Because at least you hope, like, they're so likable that they put them over. Well, here's here's my personal opinion. My personal opinion is that the Creed brothers were supposed to be back by now. And they were supposed to, New Day was put put them over. The fact that they're not back and one of them's still injured, they had to go in a different direction. But now... You got Creed Brothers versus Gallus. That's what's gonna happen. That's that's gonna happen. That's gonna be good. Great. And uh I like I like this because it establishes Gallus, who were very dominant ESPN in uh WWE UK. Yeah, yeah. And uh now it's just like they came over after NXT UK kinda fizzled out, but they never caught their traction. So it's one of those things where it's like, okay, let's make sure people understand how good and dominant they were. Sure, whatever. So Gallus, Tag Team Champions, Roxanne Perez, Gigi Dolan, JC Jane. Like the finish. I, I thought this I like match finish. was booked very well. I thought the match was booked very well. The turn on Tuesday was like, come on, guys. Barbershop window. I know, but I get it. She kicked the shit out of her. So she legit kicked the fuck out of you. <laughs> But I get it. You look at Gigi Dolan, like, she could be a very good baby face for this company. I get it. Um, Roxanne Perez is fun. I, I've, I've loved it as Roxy. 
the cold red finisher, it just, it never hit and quite. That, hits. Again, impact move, right? It's like she hits it and it's like, you can kick out of that. I can kick out of that. It's not like damaging. I think they need to fix it. But the match, this match was fine. I don't know where they go in the, with the women's division after this. Because, you I mean, know, pretty Mega Lions is hurt. Yeah. No, it's like Mega Lions is hurt. Uh, Soul Rock is on her way up. Like, who's the next? Soul Rock, but she's so. Who's green. the next woman heel? Um, man, do they have another good woman heel? It's JC Jane, and that's it right now. No, but they're going to be in the program and get a match. And, um, 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 what's going the there? Can't remember now. All right. They, they have somebody, though. I forgot the chick. If, if we can't remember them, it doesn't no. bode well. I know her. Like, I know her look. But yeah, I forgot her name. I, it, don't ask me NXT people's names. Because they changed all their names, like sign. when Vince flipped over. So I don't remember any of their names. I'm still just learning names. But I know that. there is a heel. Well, the fact there is a heel is a problem. Yes, yes. I'll, you catch me next week, I'll make sure to remember her name. The main event, Braun Breaker versus Grayson Waller. Oh, my God. This was surprisingly short. Yeah, but it's like, LOL, Braun wins. Like, we kind of know what's going to happen. Braun is stale. Yes, that's he, why the end was the best part of this match. Yes, Carmelo comes out, we go, all right, I know what I'm going to see at Stand Deliver. Carmelo Hayes is getting crowned as champion, get Braun up out of here. Because if Braun ain't going to turn heel, I don't know what we're doing. These matches are all the same. And they're probably going to bring Braun up for Raw after May. Oh, absolutely. And it's just like, is he ready? Like He's ready to be a heel. Put him in a black leather jacket. Please, right? change his name. And give him a chain mail to put on his head so he can channel both his, his oh uncle and his dad. Give him the freaks? Yes, like, let, let's, let's do it all the way. But Babyface Donner, it's the same, same finish. It's the same, like, everything's the same with him. It's grown stale. And he got oh. pushed to the top too fast. So it's time. Carmelo's your guy. Yes. By far. He is the guy. He's Charismatic the with Trick Williams. Like, they're incredible. You got to put the title on. And Trick's great. On the mic? Yeah, Trick is fantastic on the mic. I don't even got to see Trick wrestle. So, outside of that, though, so we have, that's all taking shape in NXT. But on the main roster, we're a week away from Elimination Chamber. Boy, can we talk about Paul Heyman and Cody Rose's promo? Let's do it. Hey, so you guys are there to continue to say, oh, I'm not Cody in the main event, I don't want to see. You're wrong. You're wrong. That promo, that did it. And you didn't even need Roman for that. You set the stage. Roman's busy with Sammy, so you sent Cody and Paul Heyman to cut the segment where Cody thanks Heyman, which I felt like was genuine. I genuinely think it caught Heyman off guard a little bit. Yep. Got him in his feelings for a second. He's like, you motherfucker. <laughs> and brought it back. I know some people didn't like the favorite son line and, you know, you know he wishes that Roman was your dad. I know some people didn't that like it. That was the best line because, again, he brought it right back. Yeah. But I also know some people didn't like it because they was like, well, what about Goldust? Yeah. Like, how dare you? Oh, you just saw him twice. Yeah. Hit him twice. Bang, bang. But I thought that promo was tremendous. I know some people are like, is Cody going to cry in every promo? Fuck it. Maybe. <laughs> like, shit, this is. You can feel it with Cody. Like, it feels very genuine. Somebody said this on, I think, Twitter that Cody Rhodes is the perfect stadium wrestler. Uh-huh. And it made perfect sense. The bigger the arena, the bigger the stage, Cody's a better talent. Yes. The smaller the stage, where it puts the emphasis on the wrestling part. Yes. He's not built don't... for the bingo hall. Right. But you put him in this, this setting, he's incredible. and uh, That's cool. There's rock bands like that all the time. Yeah. Like, it's like, don't you play mom and pop shops? You play this no. big-ass arena. Yeah. 
Cold, he's queen. Yeah. Like, yes. you're, you're built for yes. the big stage. Like, yeah. you're built for the hits. You're built for Live A. Like, you're That's, built for that tour. Yeah. But, yeah, I thought this, this promo was just great. Heyman is always money. Cody's going to be Cody. And as we march towards WrestleMania, I figure Roman's going to get on this shit, maybe shit on his dad at some point. He's got to. Like, Roman has to. Oh, has to. He has to, 100%. There's so much footage from those early NXT days that are, like, on... Because I know they showed, like, uh, Bray Wyatt in a promo class with Dusty once, like, cutting the original, like, Bray Wyatt Riverboat Captain promo. There has to be so much footage of Roman when he was like, oh, shucks, and he couldn't talk. Him and Dusty, like, sitting down and, like, cutting promos. You know they're leaning all the way in on this. They got to. Like, I spent more time with your dad than you did. Yep. While you were out building other companies. (laughs) Like... I've, I stayed. I did what your dad wanted you to do. Like, it's, there's so much on that. Yeah, I, like, I, I'm sorry, guys. You guys want Sami Zayn. I, I get it. I don't, I don't need Sami in the title picture. I'm back to it. And if you guys, again, I'm, my, the nature of the beast is I'm a social media person, so I'm on social all the time. WWE on YouTube has the full bloodline story, front to back, started April 22nd, 2022. They have the main moments from then until now. All the promos, all the main moments. It's an hour and 20 minutes long. I watched this whole shit. It's on YouTube. From jump and throughout, this story is Sami Zayn and Jay Uso. Roman and the Roman's affection is what they were chasing. It was never Sami versus Roman. It was Jay did all this shit. He got his ass whooped to become the right-hand man. And Sammy took it. And Jay said, tooth and nail, no, don't trust the entire way. And then Sammy won Jay over. And it was all about Sammy was looking for a family. Roman was building his. And Jay was like, listen, man, I try to protect my brother, all this stuff. I finally bought in, this is my family, and Sammy broke up his family. It's always been Sammy and Jay. And while I was watching this, Sammy Zayn's a heel. Not to the wider crowd, not, <laughs> not to the people watching, right? Like, Sammy Zayn is a heel. Roman's done some dastardly shit, right? But you can chalk that up to, like, he was tired of not having his family around. Jay was fucking around. He had to... You got to slap up your little cousin every now and then. But you bring them under the wing. They became champ champs. The whole family elevated because of Roman. They were a family. Sami Zayn, WrestleMania had nothing else to fucking do. He comes over, just butts into family business, removes Jay out of the picture. Like, it was active points. (laughs) They show one clip from like May. Sami answers the phone and Jay's on the phone. He's like, oh, Jay, Roman's busy right now. He's like, and he's just like talking to Jay. And he hangs up on him and he tells Roman, oh, don't worry about it. He's just talking about some other shit. Like he completely weaseled his way in to screw Jay over. Sami Zayn is the heel here. Roman didn't lie. He was minding his fucking business with his family. Everything was going right. This guy infiltrated. And ever since then, his only goal was breaking up different members of the family. At every point, he got, when Jay was pissed at him, he got Jimmy to do handshakes with him, bribed him with Waffle House, took Jimmy from Jay, 
Solo shows up. Jay's like, cool. Yo, are, he gets Solo. One time, Solo turns to Jay and says, nah, Jay, you slack tonight. Sammy, you coming? Brought Sammy to the ring with him. Sammy look at Jay like, oh, Jordan Shrug. Sammy's the heel in this whole shit. He single-handedly took Jay's whole family one by one by one. Roman threatened Jay once and said, you know what? We're going to remove the honorary from Us. Maybe we're going to call him Sammy Uso, as though he's replacing Jay and just going to put Sammy in with Jimmy. Sammy Zay is the heel in this whole shit. A whole thing. J- Jay is the baby face. Sammy is the heel. You know what, Kel? You're right. <laughs> Sammy Zayn is the heel. <laughs> Sammy Zayn is the heel. We're going to cheer for him anyway, but yeah. yeah, that's long-term storytelling. Man, he was my- Jay and the fan were minding their own damn business. This man yeah. came out of nowhere. Yeah, broke up a happy home. That's exactly what he did. Yeah. Now, on the other side, you can look at it as like, you know, Sammy tried to uh, butt in with a domestic abuser. Because, like, Rome was beating the shit out of his family. He was. He was whipping him in the shade, but he was beating the yeah. shit out of him. And Sammy, was. like, stepped in. But he wasn't there to help. You're right. Sammy's the heel. That's it. All he did was shit on Jay from, from, from day one. And then infiltrated the whole thing. So, yeah, no. Nah, Jay is the baby. I know why Jay was fed up. Yeah. Jay like, this motherfucker. So, he, when he turns on Sammy, he, he's going to bring all It's deserving. Yep. They should cheer. It's in Montreal. They're, they're they're won't. Cheer, no. But they should cheer. The man was fed up. At then, this and, point, and you know what? On top of all that, Kevin Owens is like the ultimate heel as well. Fam, they're assholes. They're assholes. Well done, WWE. <laughs> well done. Yeah, it's the Kanye line. Why you think me and Dame cool? We, we assholes. assholes. That's Sammy and Kevin. Yeah. Sammy is the heel through and through in this shit. That's why when he hits Roman with the chair, Jay looks over and he's he's shocked. But he's not surprised. Because he's like, I thought we were family. He's like, you fooled all these assholes. And he's looking around. And that's why he didn't help him. Because yep. he was like, I told you, Roman. I told you, Jimmy. I told you, Solo. I told you, wise man. And this asshole convinced me at the very end. I was the last one convinced. And he turned like I said he was. I'm out. Because y'all are stupid. It's not, he didn't turn his... Back on the family, the family turned their back on him for the heel, and he said, hell with y'all, I'm gone. Damn, that's like, you know, when the the kids tell, mommy, daddy's cheating on you, daddy's cheating on you, daddy's cheating on you. No, fuck you, daddy's cheating on you, then daddy cheats on you, and the kids be like, fuck you, ma. I told you, I I told told you, you you can cry by yourself. I'll be back, but you can cry by yourself, but I'll be back. That's what Jay did. He knew it all along. He about to come back. Well done. Sammy Zane's the heel. <laughs> that's, that's where this all comes. If you guys don't, don't believe me, go to the YouTube, watch all 120 minutes of this shit. Be like, you know what? This guy Sammy is dastardly. Uh, outside of that, we're building the other matches on this card. Edge, Beth Phoenix, Judgment Day, officially announced. Yeah, I'm curious how this one ends because Rhea can't lose, obviously, because no. he's heading to the match for Charlotte. Finn is very protected. Mm-hmm. So... Maybe there's a cheat. It has no, to Beth gets pinned. Yeah, and that's the end of Beth, right? Yeah. Beth doesn't Beth. get her come up in. She was just kind of used. No, yeah, she was used. That's fine. They beat the shit out of Beth again. Sure. Why not? And then it's... I mean, Finn could take the pin, but, like, I think nah, you they gotta beat get the to, shit out of Beth. You gotta get to Finn and Edge. You get Finn and Edge. I want Ronald Crest. 
The group chat laughed at me. I don't care. I'm oh, vulnerable. You want Demon Balor. I want Demon Balor, because Edge doesn't need the win. I want Demon Balor to come back against Edge. That pop at Mania for the yeah, demon entrance. So what? The demon a demon is always a baby face. It's a demon. I it's, uh, like, <laughs> we'll see. Maybe, maybe that's Judgment Day has giant wings. In the entrance, right? It's like a it's like a yeah, bat yeah, wing yeah. that flaps. It fits. We'll see. Maybe maybe that's how we get there. But. The the pop is insane if he does that. If if Edge comes out first, we're getting Demon Bell. Probably. Then the other matches, two matches, kind of got announced. Asuka, Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross, yeah, Raquel yeah, yeah. Rodriguez, Fuck Natalia, Carmella. Asuka has to win. It makes no sense for any other woman in that match to win. Mella is money, but she just came back Come on, like, man. for what? It, like, put her next to Bianca. It don't look fair. It's not a fair fight. Evil asshole Asuka versus Bianca at WrestleMania? You won't get a, a good match. match. That's, and that's what you want out of Bianca. Because Bianca's not going to have the top women's feud. She's had it the last two years. That's going to go to Charlotte and Rhea. Charlotte rules. But Bianca's still got to have a good match. And, and Asuka... Does Asuka is, win? That's a good question. Maybe. Bianca's held the belt for like a little bit. She's I'm held okay the belt for with a while. either. No, I'm okay with either. But Asuka has to win Elimination Chamber. Yes. Natalia ain't winning that shit. <laughs> no, no, no evil. The only lead. other person who could win, but they need a character change, is Raquel Rodriguez. Yeah, this babyface, babyface. She face. needs to be a heel. Like, she needs to be an absolute heel, but she ain't ready for that shit. No, she's not ready. Like, that's some shit you could build towards money in the bank. You know what they fucked up? This is what they could have done. They should have been working on heating up Shayna Baszler this entire time. Because yeah. the one person that Bianca couldn't beat in NXT was Shayna Baszler. If they worked on heating up Shayna for like the past three to four months and put her in Elimination Chamber and had her win and played the whole, you couldn't beat me, and on the grand stage I'm going to beat you again, that would have made sense. I but think it, that's a, a mania match, her and Ronda going for the yeah, tag belt. Yeah, uh, whatever. Is that, that's why we haven't seen Ronda. I, yeah. Sure, whatever. But... Were they going to be baby faces against Damage Control? No, they're just going to be more monster heels. Heel versus heel, but like more dastardly. Bah, ones. humbug. Uh, but yeah, there's no way Asuka should lose this elimination chamber. No, Asuka she- wins this. Especially with Bailey and Becky looking like they're going for a three-on-three match. Yeah. So it should be all of Damage Control. Uh, spoiler alert if you don't read Dirt, dirt Sheets. But um, Dirt Sheets aren't always right. They're, they aren't, but it appears like now we have Lita back, who came back during the cage match, which was okay cage match. Um, Lita comes back to help, and Elimination Chamber being in Canada. I fully yeah. expect Trish Stratus to be the third. Stratisfaction. And then, I mean, that's just, that's a big match mm-hmm. with them and Becky, them winning, standing tall. And then you have Becky Bailey blow it off at... At Mania. They could. Last one was standing match or something. Like something. something. I mean, yeah. to get another non-title women's match on a card. They need to. It's pretty good. And they don't need to muck up the title picture. So I, I think that's a smart way to uh, go. What would you think of Brock's promo? Love Brock's promo. I, I love babyface Brock in every aspect. He's an asshole babyface. Love it. I When I go home to my wife and, and he stops, he's like, Four to five hours later, like, what? I think about Bobby Lashley. Like, come on, man. Listen, first of all. Brock um, on that blue chew. 
Yo, <laughs> as big as Brock is, a sable, like, four to five hours, four you turn it into dust. Four to five hours. And then you're done, and you're like, Bobby Lashley. <laughs> like, your poor wife is over there just maimed and destroyed. There's a Blue Chew promo in there. It writes itself. But, yeah, I mean, it seems the Hurt Business is slowly forming itself back together. They got a tag match win. Yep. Uh, Do you put almost in it? No. The fuck well, else is almost doing? If you put almost in it, it's like... Satnam Singh with Jay Lethal, like he just kind of stands there. I don't need to see him no. wrestle. Serves a good role. Yeah, and and that could be, I don't, I kind of don't want him to do it because if they're doing lastly, it's this is weird. They're doing lastly and Lesnar again here, right? This has to go to a non-finish because that's the Mania match. You think? Because what what house do you go? What does Brock do if he's not wrestling lastly? It's the only feud that they've built over the past like what four Pivot months. To Gunther, but no, yeah, like. I want to see it at Mania. Yeah. Like, this feels like it should be a non-finish. It feels like they either jump Lesnar or Ooh. something happens. Like, her business, jump yeah. Lesnar. Like, <laughs> something happens, this match doesn't happen at EC, so you can blow it off at, at the chamber. Proper. I like that. We'll see. Um, Montez Ford being Elimination Chamber. Did you see the look Angelo Dawkins gives him during that promo where he's like, oh, if I'm in it, we're in it. Yeah. Dawkins just kind of looks at him like, we really not. Like, like, like I lost. You yeah, you, you won, asshole. Yeah, so there's like a little... I mean, they could be working towards this. And They're I, teasing. They're just taking the temperature. I know an MVP... I mean, we're going to get him on this podcast. I talked to MVP quite a bit. I know MVP like... Can I make my wish list, WWE? One second. My wish list. When y'all come here in the town, I'll be here one of the days. I don't leave until like later that Thursday. So if we record on the interviews on Wednesday, this is what I need. I want two people for that pod, even if I'm not here, even if you do the interviews. Two people on the pod that March week before Mania. MVP and Paul Heyman. I need the old man and the wise man sitting at that desk. That'll be interesting. And then I need Dre and MVP. Those are two interviews. I'd love to do it. I'm going to clip this. I'm sending it to you right. guys. You know I'm here for it. <laughs> um, but I know MVP like jokes. Like, stop sticking all the black people with me, right? I really want MVP and Montez Ford to be together. Mm. Like, I really want the pivot. Like, nah, I don't really want you, Lastly, I want him. I want to break up the Street Profits. Like, I think we all know Montez is a star. Yes. And I feel like MVP is like, I'm going to put you on to some game and teach you how to become a champion. I think that that's the way to go. But, uh... Yeah, this, this, they put a little bit in the water. And Dawkins, he looks great. A man's like, his body? Man's wrestling without a shirt. Putting me under the pressure. I'm coming, though. I'm catching you. Like, he looks great. I was in great. the sauna for 30 minutes today. Um, but there's no way Austin Theory is lo- losing this U.S. title match, is he? No, I just don't know how he wins. He's not losing. I'm curious. Him, Seth Rollins, Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, Montez Ford. So... Johnny Gargano and Bronson Reed are going to start their program, which will be a mania program. Hopefully Ciampa can come back. Uh, Johnny's just going to do this to lose, we, yeah, we don't but give a good time. match. Yeah, sure. Um, Damian Priest is just, yeah, no. he's just hanging around. Montez Ford, maybe Montez Ford and Damian Priest go at it because they've been like helping save the Judgment Day, right? Yes. So maybe that's just a tag match around Mania Weekend where you get... Those two going at it. Whatever. And then Seth Rollins, not building shit here. No, we know we're going Paul. to Logan Paul. Yeah. 
So you just in this to get some spots. So theory pins Rollins. Theory either pins Rollins because of Logan Paul or theory's got to come out of this on top. Regardless if he's working Cena at Mania or not, it just feels like Theory's just been great with this title. So he's going he to gotta work Cena. That, I mean, that's what everybody wants to happen. That's what we think should happen. You just don't get Cena two months early anymore. <laughs> that, that's the hard part. It's yeah. like, just like The Rock over here, he's like, I'm doing the Grammys. I ain't, fuck your WrestleMania. John Cena's like, I've made enough money off you. I, you know, Peacemaker's coming out, so. I think he'll come back. I, he could. Just promo Peacemaker. Duke Nukem's still in the works. Coming out soon. That's what I'm saying. He might have too much on his plate with it's Hollywood. Just, you ain't going to get him for two months. No. But you need theory to be like, I beat everybody. All you losers, there's no one else to challenge me. Yeah. I am the greatest United States champion ever. A-Town Down. They keep saying the champ is here. A-Town Down, hit the music. It's the right way to go. And that'll be the sponsored match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're going to do a sponsored match. Yeah, they're going to do it. But theory... Keep Bray away from it. You know they tease him at Uncle Howdy? Uh, I, I don't know. I told you what I it is. I don't care. It's over. It went crazy on TikTok. There were over 50,000 views on it on TikTok. People now know what it is. I don't know where it gotta get their Alexa Bliss is taking time off, which the internet's a shitty place sometimes. Comes out, Sean Ross Sapp, shout out to everyone over there at Fightful. She's taking time off and people just rip her. And she comes back to Twitter and she's like, just rambling off all the nasty shit people are saying. And she's like, this, and people wonder why I'm like taking time. Like, fuck. Like, just people let people be. People like, I don't care if you don't like the character. A lot of people don't like the character. Right, it ain't her fault. She ain't do it. Yeah, like, chill. Like, if anything, even if she did, and they having fun, so what? Yeah. Go to the bathroom. Grab popcorn. Yeah. Eat something else. So that's that's weird, but those are the matches we have in Roman versus Sammy. Well, we'll discuss all Elimination Chamber next Yeah, week. but I think uh, so far we are a weekend. It could change on Friday. Um, the Usos had their title defense, depending on when you guys listen into this. Uh, we won't cover that today, but next week when we recap everything and preview everything, excuse me, we'll we'll talk about that. But no Kevin Owens signing last week. Mm-mm. You said do not show him on television. Mm-mm. Not until he rejoins with Sammy. Nope. Before the chamber. Yeah, you don't need him for the next week. It's good. We're good. We're on the right path. Got an elimination chamber in a week. You don't need to see Kevin. In Montreal. Yeah. There's no reason to even mention him. He'll just show up and that crowd is going to explode. Yes. So that's... We're in for one hell of a week in the WWE. It's been a good time of pro wrestling, a lot of good matches. It's been fun. So much still to come. AEW's hot right now. WWE's hot right now. NXT is is trying. They're, they're hardest. I'm going to continue catching up on Impact to see what's going on over there. Because, you know what, why not? And they're in town in two weeks. Yeah. Um, GCW's in town this week. Next week. Uh, so, or excuse me, next week. So we... Get to watch a lot of good wrestling in the next coming months. We're all booked up for WrestleMania weekend. If you guys are in town, holla at us. Let us know your plans. Wally Mania officially announced. You'll catch us at Wally Mania. Chilling with the homies Kaz, Emilio, Wale, of course. Everybody else that's going to be there. Um, Those are dudes. So we'll be in the building. That is going to be fun. We're going to have a blast. Make sure you guys are there supporting them Thursday night. I know there's a big card, uh, I think. Yeah, uh, uh, Osprey is working speedball. Yeah, New Japan and all this stuff. Listen, I'm going to just buy that on Fight. Shout out to homies at Fight. And I'll, <laughs> I'll watch it after, plug it everybody. But I'll be at Wale Mania having a blast. And then, of course, 
Shout out to GCWs. Make sure you guys support them, the collective, everything else going on that weekend. We'll be everywhere. Mania Weekend. Producer Cole Bebe will be around. We'll find places to record podcasts, to do crazy stuff on the run. Tons of social clips. I'm going to just be running around, just recording shit. Dre's going to be so tired of me for the socials. If you guys aren't following there yet, Twitter, at Corner Podcast underscore, at Corner Club for Life on Instagram, TikTok, at Corner Pod. So much content on the socials coming out Mania Week. It's going to be a blast. So can't wait to see everyone. Thank you, guys. Check out our other episodes. Everyone here at Blue Wire Studios. It's great to be recording this from the bar. Change of scenery today. We'll be back next week. It's the old man's birthday. Wish him a happy birthday next week. Make sure everyone blows up his mentions. We appreciate you all. Until next time, we're out. Peace. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.